It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. This is Spencer. This is my podcast, The Dictionary. Please rate and review this show. Just go to the Apple Podcasts or, or other places and, uh, you know, put in those five stars. Write a really just nice, super fantastic review and hit submit. Hit submit. And then I'll see it and I'll read it on an episode. Uh, what else? Follow me on social media at DictionaryPod on Instagram and Twitter. And my email is DictionaryPod at gmail.com. Go ahead, send me an email. Tell me what you think about something, anything. Talk to me. What do you got to say? Uh, if you want to come up with a joke for any word through the rest of the alphabet, go ahead and email that to me, dictionarypod at gmail.com. Let me know if I can credit you, uh, how you want to be credited, all that. Uh, I will uh, try to remember to say your joke when I get to that word. There is a Patreon for this show, as little as $1 a month. Uh, that gets you early episodes. Um, anything more than that will get you uh, exclusives, uh, Patreon videos if they exist, that sort of thing. I would love it if you became a Patreon, a patron of the Patreon. Uh, there is merchandise. There's a merchandise link in the show notes. If you want to buy stuff, if you love this show so much and you want to buy stuff with the logo on it, oh, that would be that would make me feel so wonderful. What else is there? What are the other things that I have to say? It's been so so long since I've said this. All these pluggy things. Um, I think that's pretty good. Jo Jonah and Tom made the theme songs. If I get more, if you want to make one, go ahead and send it to me. All right, I think that is good enough for now. Uh, so I skipped this episode and because I thought maybe I could get a guest, and then I thought, nope, I'm just going to do it. I don't think it would be very interesting for a guest because there's not very many words in this, so we're just going to do it alone. The first word in this episode is the first form of easy, E-A-S-Y. It's so easy. Adjective from the 13th century, 1A, Causing or involving little difficulty or discomfort, as in within easy reach. What is in, what is within easy reach for me? My phone, my phone is almost always within easy reach for me. Very little difficulty to reach my phone. There's a lot, there, there are, there are certain things, um, I'm, I'm sitting, what, 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 what day is it? 7.04, Wednesday. June 21st, 2023, I'm in my work office. I have a lot of things that are in very easy reach, and I have other things that are within just regular easy reach. They require very little difficulty. Like if I lean way over, just minimal difficulty, I can get to some things. There's headphones and hard drives and batteries and other things. Uh, anything past that, because I'm sitting in a chair, uh, it would not be easy. It would be easy-ish, but it would require getting off of a chair, and who wants to ever do that? 1B. Requiring or indicating little effort, thought, or reflection, as in easy cliches. 
Very little effort has gone into those cliches. Oh, I, I have lots of cliches. Uh, better safe than sorry is one of my easy cliches. You know, it's a cliche because it's true. It's a good one. Better safe than sorry. That's what I always say. 2A, not severe. The synonym is lenient, as in hopes they'll be easy on him. Because he did a bad thing, and he's going to get a punishment. But he hopes that because he said, I, uh, I apologize for the bad thing that I did, I hope you will be easy on me. I hope you will give me an easy punishment. Be lenient. Please, I'm begging you. I'm groveling. To be not steep or abrupt, as in easy slopes. If we're going skiing, I am going to need some easy slopes. Not hard, not difficult, not steep, not abrupt, easy. It's an easy angle and, and not a lot of bumps. 2C, not difficult to endure or undergo, as in an easy penalty. Uh, not difficult to endure or undergo. Well, I guess this is like the thing, the guy did the bad thing, so he's hoping they'd be lenient. Maybe they'll give him an easy penalty. 2D. Readily taken advantage of, as in, an easy target for takeovers. Uh, and another example that uh, I will I will adjust this first one. An easy target. Um, oh, I, I didn't I didn't think of this one through. Um, if you are gullible, you are an easy target for for somebody to make fun of you. Uh, did you know that the word gullible is written on the ceiling? Yeah, it's true. Go take a look. There's another example for this, uh, this 2D definition. An easy mark for con men. Uh, yeah, it just means you're just, what would you, you're not, you're not being safe. You're not really thinking you're kind of maybe spacey, uh, maybe easy, easy for a pickpocket. Uh, you gotta be, you gotta be not easy to be in. You, try try to not be an easy mark. That's Those are the words that I'm looking for. Um, be aware of your surroundings, of the people around you. I, I think those are all good, good things. Don't be readily taken advantage of. 2E1. Readily available, as in easy pickings. So would these be uh, like fruits on a tree? Easy pickings? Or uh, maybe the money hanging out of your pocket. Easy pickings, readily available. That money and that apple is easy. 2E2. Plentiful in supply at low or declining interest rates. As in, easy money. So much money. Um, plentiful in supply, low or declining interest rates. Couldn't give you a better example than that, I guess, or, or a more specific example. 2E3, less in demand and usually lower in price, as in bonds were easier. Again, this is the adjective, so the other forms are easier and easiest. Easy, easier, easiest. So bonds were easier because they were less in demand and usually lower in price than other stuff, I guess. 2F. The synonym is pleasant, as in easy listening. Usually, we think of music as 
easy listening. Is this podcast easy listening? Is it pleasant? Is my... What, what, I mean, I could make this way more chill, but uh, I think it needs a little, a little oomph. 2G. God, what, there's so many sub-definitions for 2. This is the last one, though. Uh, 2G, This the, the definition is sexually promiscuous. Easy. It's just so easy to get that person into bed to have sexual relations with because they want to do it all the time, or maybe they have, oh, do, they, it's, like, how do I, how do I describe this? I don't know. We're just going to move on. Um, that, there, I feel like there's a little judgment maybe based on that. Promiscuous, sexually promiscuous, um, sleeping around a lot. Is there another word that we could have put there? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we just have to deal with that one. 3A, marked by peace and comfort, as in the easy life, uh, I lost my place, the easy life of a courtier. Uh, it's, uh, it's just a lot of peace and comfort. That sounds great. That's, a, that's the life we all want, the easy life. Sometimes, oftentimes, life is not easy. It's not always filled with peace and comfort. You got to do stuff all the time. All life all the time. Life is life is filled with just doing things. 3B. Not hurried or strenuous as in an easy pace. I am trying to get myself to be more at an easy pace. I feel like when I record this and a lot of other times my brain and my body are going at a not easy pace, a hurried pace. And uh, I am trying to just be more chill about things. Slow and steady wins the race. That's another easy cliche that I think about all the time. 4A. Free... Oh, oh but I want to say that I I, um, I do these... I, I record these at, at not an easy pace. There's a good amount of energy, at least in my brain. And... If I were to do this at a very easy pace, these would be very, very long episodes, and they're already longer than I would want them to be. It's because I say a lot of stuff, but, uh, you know, so I, I talk more quickly and energetically. So let's get going. For a free from pain, annoyance, or anxiety, as in, did all she could to make him easier. Hmm. I don't know if I've heard it used in this context that way. No pain, no annoyance, no no anxiety. I am I am sure he appreciates everything that she did uh, to make his life easier. Uh, I I appreciate that when people do things for me, get rid of my pain, my annoyances, my anxieties. Good luck. Four B, marked by social ease, as in an air of easy assurance. Uh, social ease, social ease, marked by social ease, not sure what that means. We're e- being easy socially, just chatting, it's just, it's so easy. 4-4-C, the synonym is easygoing, as in an easy disposition. Easygoing will be later this episode. Oh, I, I think I'm pretty easygoing overall. Um, you know, if I got plans and then plans change, I get a little flustered. I'm trying to be better about that. I've been been getting better about that. But overall, um, I'm not entirely, I'm not very opinionated. If somebody's like, where do you want to eat? I'm like, yes, we're, as long as they got vegan food, I'm easygoing. 
Let's let's do that. Let's I'm, I'm wherever you want to go is fine with me. I'm easy going. I got an easy disposition. 5A. Giving ease, comfort or relaxation. Get, there's no example here. Giving ease, comfort or relaxation. Oh, it's easy. It gives me ease. 5B. Not burdensome or straightened. And that word straightened is spelled differently than I would think. S-T-R-A-I-T-E-N-E-D. Usually the word straight has a G-H in there, I think. So this this is a different, uh, different definition, maybe. Um, not burdensome or straightened, as in bought on easy terms. Yeah, I'm not familiar with this straightened word. I mean, maybe I am in my head, but not in this context. I think bought on easy terms. It was easy, not burdensome or straightened. 5C, fitting comfortably. Also, allowing freedom of movement, as in easy jackets. Oh, this jacket is not easy because when I go like this, it gets all tight in the shoulders and the back and the arms and everything. Well, don't do that. Get me, get me an easy jacket. An easy jacket. It fits so comfortably. I can move around. 5D. Marked by ready facility, as in an easy flowing style. Uh, marked by ready facility. Uh, facile, facile, isn't that, um, I think, Spanish for easy? So there's a, a connection there. Uh, facility, is it easy thing to do? Um, easy flowing style. So maybe uh, when you're out dancing, you need some easy jackets, easy clothes, easy p- pants, and then you will be easy. 5E, felt or attained to readily, naturally, and spontaneously. Did I read that right? Felt or attained to readily, naturally, and spontaneously, as in an easy smile. If this were video, I would I would just do a, an easy smile. It's ready, it's natural, and it's spontaneous, except when you talk about it and you plan it out and you say, this is a thing that I'm going to do. Eee, that's a smile. Easiness is a noun. Let's see. The etymology, it looks like it's uh, from Anglo-French. Is, is there? I do not know how to pronounce this. Uh, that means to ease. It basically means, uh, it comes from words that mean easy or to ease. Ease the pain, ease the things. And we have some synonym information. Uh, easy. Facile or facile? Facile? How do you say this word? Now my brain is like overthinking it. F-A-C-I-L-E. Facile. I think that might be it. Simple, light, effortless, and smooth mean not demanding effort or involving difficulty. All those words. Let's give more specifics. Easy is applicable either to persons or things imposing tasks or to activity required by such tasks, as in an easy college course. I once took an easy college course because... I needed the credit, and I didn't want to take the class, so I took the easiest version that would give me credit, 
it was like an algebra class, and I had taken algebra many years before that. So I said, I'm, I'm going to go easy on this one. Facile often adds to easy the connotation of undue haste or shallowness, as in facile answers to complex questions. Usually the answers are just the simplest, easiest thing. And I don't know if I'm saying that word right. Facile. Facile? That's got to be facile. Facile. Facile? Facile. Simple. The word facile is not facile. Simple stresses ease in understanding or dealing with because complication is absent, as in a simple problem in arithmetic. What is 2 plus 2? I think it's simple. Is it simple? Not simple to everybody. It's all relative. Light, L-I-G-H-T, stresses freedom from what is burdensome, as in a light teaching load. Just a, just a couple of classes. That's a light teaching load. Not, not filled. Your days are not filled with classes all the time. Uh, you, 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 need, you need a light teaching load. But if you want to make more money, you will not have a light teaching load. You will have a heavy teaching load. Effortless stresses the appearance of ease and usually implies the prior attainment or artistry, no, of artistry or expertness. Let's read that one again. Effortless stresses the appearance of ease and usually implies the prior attainment of artistry or expertness, as in moving, with effortless grace. This is more physical. This is a, a dancer. Dancing came up again. A dancer moving with effortless grace. They have artistry and expertness in their body and movement. Smooth. Maybe the dancer is smooth also. A smooth criminal. Smooth stresses the absence or removal of all difficulties, hardships, or obstacles, as in a smooth ride. Maybe we're in a car, a car ride, and uh, it's smooth. There's no bumps. There's no difficulties or hardships <laughs> during this car ride. No obstacles that we have to drive around. It's smooth. Possibly also boring. Another synonym, in addition to all of those, is the word comfortable. Comfortable. I like being comfortable. Sometimes we gotta we gotta go we gotta go between comfortable and not comfortable. It's good to have that balance. Okay, we are more than halfway down this section of words, and we are finally getting to our second word. Uh, and so the sound effect I gotta make is going to be ah, <sighs> that's an easy sound. The second form of easy is an adverb from the 14th century. Number one, the synonym is the first definition for the word easily, which was uh, ooh, a, a few a few episodes ago, uh, as in promises come easy or easily. Two, without undue speed or excitement, as in take it easy. Take it easy, man. Just chill. No, there's no no undue speed or excitement is needed here. Take it easy. 3A, without worry or care, 
as in rest easy, take it easy, chill out. 3B, without a severe penalty, as in got off easy. Hoo-hoo, hoo-hoo, that's the best. You're like, ooh, I was so sneaky and I did a bad thing and I got off easy, nobody knew. 3C, without violent movement, as in the boat rode easy. They were not riding the boat in a big old uh, uh, storm. No big waves like that smooth ride. A, a smooth boat easy ride. Number four. This is the number two definition for the word easily. But there's two A and two B. So which one is it? I don't know. As in the example, cost $500 easy. It was at least, at least that much. Um, let's see. There's no etymology for this one. We finished it, so sound effect time. <sighs> Easy chair. Two words. Noun from 1621. A roomy, upholstered chair. I don't know why we call it easy. Is it easy? It's probably not easy to get out of for many people. Maybe it's easy to get in because you just, you just plop right in that easy chair. It's very comfortable. Oh, we do see uh, for the for the synonym information for easy. We saw comfortable, so I think that's where we're going with this one, and I think we're gonna see comfortable again. Uh, easy chair. I don't have an easy chair. Maybe someday when I'm older. 1621. What were they? What what did those easy chairs look like in 1621? Hmm. Maybe I gotta find a picture and post it on social media. Ha. <sighs> Easygoing, one word. Adjective from 1674. Looks like you can pronounce it a couple ways. They look pretty similar to me. Number 1A, relaxed and casual in style or manner, as in an easygoing boss. Their style, their, 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 uh, their bossing style, their, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, their controlling style, their bossin style, I don't know. The way that they run the company is relaxed and casual and easygoing. Everybody wants that. 1B, morally lax. Ooh, morally lax. You're like, uh, it's just, um, whatever. I don't really care if you're murdering people. I'm just morally lax about the whole situation. Just easygoing about, you know how things should be right and wrong. What is right and wrong? I don't know. I'm easygoing. Two, synonyms are unhurried and comfortable, as in an easy pace. When I go out on a jog, oh, sorry, an easygoing pace. That's the word that we're talking about. I like I like to jog at an easygoing pace. I'm doing enough to get my body going, get my heart rate up. That's really good. That's important. We all should be doing that. I should have done it this morning, but I didn't. Uh, but no, but I, I, want, oh yeah, I want an easygoing pace. Just something, something. Easygoingness is a noun. Ha! <sighs> Easy street. Two words, noun from 1889. A situation with no worries. Oh, Oh, we're, we're living on easy street here. We got no worries. We got money flowing. We got chairs to sit in that are easy to get in and out of, and they're comfortable. We're living on easy street. 
<sighs> Easy virtue. Two words. I don't know if I'm familiar with this one. Noun from 1785. This is sexually promiscuous behavior or habits. Hmm. Uh, there is an example. Ladies of easy virtue. You can think what you want to think about this one. Uh, this I, I suspect that when this phrase is used, it's, uh, it's used to, to disparage people, usually the ladies, probably. And, uh, you know, did, does this get used anymore? I'm not so sure. I haven't, you haven't heard it. I haven't heard it. I will not be using this. Um, but yeah, this seems like a, a degrading phrase. Oh, you're, you, you've got, you're, you're of easy virtue because you're so easy and sexually promiscuous and that's bad. That's what they would say. Um, well, that was the last easy word and we are moving to... A new three-letter section and our last word, it's the word eat, E-A-T, first form. The second form will be in tomorrow's episode. This is a verb. Um, Let's see, we got other forms, eaten, eating. Uh, It's from the 12th century, and it does show that there's another form, ate, but I would think that that would be the past form of eat, but it doesn't say that. It just says that it's a, or or maybe maybe it is. But then okay, uh, I'm reading more. Then in certain dialects or British, they say "et" instead of "eight." I guess we Americans we like to really emphasize that "a" at the beginning, "eight," and they other people say "et." And then there's eaten and eating. So number one, to take in through the mouth as food. And then there's more, ingest, chew, and swallow in turn. What does in turn mean in this context? It's my turn to now ingest, chew, and swallow. Okay, you are done eating. Now it is my turn to eat. I love eating. I love eating. I love food. I love the tasting of the food and the eating of the food. Um, And I'm going to eat some food when I'm done recording this. I'm going to eat an apple. That's what I brought today. Yes. Number 2A, to destroy, consume, or waste by or as if by eating. Uh, That's such an interesting way to word that. I am going to, next time I eat in front of some people, I'm going to be like, I'm about to destroy, consume, or waste this food. Uh, There's an example. Expenses ate up the profits. So not literally eating in this context. Uh, it's, it's the, the, the profits are getting eaten up, destroyed, consumed, and wasted as if they were eaten. Also is in gadgets that eat up too much space. We got too many gadgets. Companies are making too many things that are pointless and just put waste into our dumps, our garbage dumps. And they're just, it's so much. I don't like it. They're gadgets that eat up. They're eating up the space. They're destroying and consuming the space, and then it all gets wasted. To be, to bear the expense of. Also, take a loss on, as in, the team was forced to eat the rest of his contract. Uh, I guess, was this like a financial thing? Yes, bear the expense of. Take a loss on. Oops, sorry. 
you're losing money on that contract. You got to eat, eat it. Eat, put the contract in your mouth and eat it. 3A, to consume gradually. Uh, the synonym is corrode, as in cars eaten away by rust. Slowly but surely, they're being eaten away. Eat, eat, uh, yes. I thought I had something else to say, but I didn't. 3B, to consume with vexation. The synonym is bother, as in, what's eating you now? What is vexing you? What is bothering you? Hmm. Lots of things are bothering you. They're eating me up. They're eating my insights. They're eating my thoughts. They're eating my brain. It's all, it's all a metaphorical eating here. Number four, to enjoy... Um, oh, by the way, hold on. I got to backtrack a second. Uh, I didn't see this, but we are. St- all of this has been transitive so far. Okay, we're almost done with transitive verbs. Number four, to enjoy eagerly or avidly. The synonym is lap. And this is used with the word up, as in, it was an amazing performance and the crowd ate it up. They lapped it up. They they consumed it and they were so avid and eager about it. They loved it. I assume that you are all you are all eating this podcast up. Number five. Oh yes, here we go. Didn't even think about this. This is usually vulgar, and uh, it means to perform fellatio or cunnilingus on, and it says it is often used with the word out. Uh, so eat out. Now, I have always thought that this was uh, specifically cunnilingus, uh, which would which would be when uh, how did we we did describe this. If you want to hear me talk about that back in the C U N section, go ahead. Um, this is performed on somebody who has uh, the, the female genitalia. Um, it is w- um, when a mouth is used on those parts. Um, but I don't know if I've ever he- heard it used for fellatio, which is when the mouth is used on the the, the, the male uh, sexual genitalia. Um, so that's a little bit odd to me. Maybe I've heard it used that way before. I don't know. I, but but usually it's the other way around. But I guess I could technically at some point somebody used it for both fellatio and cunnilingus. So you know you got you can use it in both ways, both contexts. And so you know if you are of a certain age or mature maturity level, either really mature or really not mature, I guess that's up to you. Uh, sometimes when people say uh, let's go eat out, you know they're talking about just going out to a restaurant. But it has this other meaning that we have in our head. And so it's like, oh, there's a little chuckle. I got a little chuckle because of this phrase. Uh, yeah, usually vulgar. That's uh, that's up to the eye of the beholder, I think. Mm, yeah, yeah. Do you think eating out is vulgar, fellatio, cunnilingus? These are, I, 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 personally, I don't think so. But, you know, some people do. Okay, we are now moving into the intransitive verb definitions and then some phrases. So, number one, to take food or a meal. Just to take it. I'm going to take it. I'm going to pick it off the table and take it. I'm going to take that food. And then I'm going to eat it. Two, to affect something by gradual destruction or consumption. 
And this is usually used with the words into, away, or at, as in, the loss was really eating at her. She, she, it's just consuming her every thought. Because she lost the game, it was all her fault. Um, Also as in, the controversy ate into his support. He, I love to say, he did a bad thing. It's just the easiest way. He, the, he did a bad thing, so he had some controversy, and then he lost support. Maybe he's a, a political contestant on The Price is Right. Um, eater is a noun, and now we got some phrases. Eat alive, two words, and that means to defeat, conquer, or overwhelm completely. The synonym is crush, as in was eaten alive by the competition. Oh, they just, they just destroyed me, defeated me, conquered me, crushed me, overwhelmed me completely, eaten alive. It's as if they were literally eating me. They, they beat me down and they could have eaten me. They could have performed cannibalism on me if they so chose, but they did not. Eat one out of house and home. And this means... To consume more than one can easily provide or afford. Come into my house, and then uh, you you eat all my stuff, and I cannot provide you any more uh, food or things. Uh, so you have eaten me out of house and home. My entire you don't eat my house. Stop eating my house. I don't live in a gingerbread house. You're eating plaster. Okay, another phrase. Eat one's heart out. Number one. To grieve bitterly. And number two, to be jealous. Eat one's heart out. Ooh, this is like, you're like, eat eat your heart out. Well, this is a weird phrase. Eat your heart out. Well, you would say this, I mean, the, the, in the jealousy one, that's, I think, where I'm more familiar with this. Eat your heart out. You, I, I've got a thing. You want this thing. Eat your heart out. Why is this phrase this phrase? Eat one's heart out. Eat what heart you're eating your heart? Why this is so metaphorical and weird? And then to grieve bitterly. That's the first definition. If you're so sad about a thing, you're eating your heart out. This is an interesting one. I think maybe we need to put a link in the show notes for uh, but the etymology of this phrase. Eat one's words. And this means to retract what one has said. If you could catch the words that came out of your mouth, you're like, oh crap, I didn't mean to say those words. I got to eat my words. Or uh, there's other context, but that's basically the idea. Like, oh, I want to grab them and put them back in my mouth and eat them so nobody will ever see. Eat one, no, eat out of one's hand. And this means to accept the domination of another. Ooh, I got them eating out of my hand because, because they love me so much and I can dominate over them. They're going to eat out of my hand, metaphorically, possibly literally. Eat someone's lunch. This is the last phrase, and it means to deprive of profit, dominance, or success. So you are not letting somebody else have any profits or dominance or success. So you kind of have dominance over them. And you are eating their lunch. Don't you hate it when you're in the office and you got your lunch in the fridge? 
It's got your name on it and everything, and then someone eats it. I guess they're trying to show their dominance over you. I have not not eaten, but I think I have had people throw away my lunch at work because they thought it was old, and it wasn't, and I got very frustrated. All right, that is the end of all of the words. So today we had easy, easy, easy chair, easy going, easy street, easy virtue, and eat. I think I'm debating between easy chair and easy going. Uh, I definitely feel like I am easy going. I would like an easy chair. Uh, I think it's good to be easy going. It's good to be easy going. It's good to be easy going. We're singing a song about easy going. We're just so chill and relaxed. Yeah. Hey, that was a song about easy going. And that's it for the words, and I'm going to quickly talk about another movie I saw. Oh, I realized the reason I have Labyrinth... I have Labyrinth on here twice, because... Um, and I sort of skipped over it in the... Um, ooh, actually, we're all getting backwards here. This this episode is airing before tomorrow's episode, which is where I talked about uh, Labyrinth I mentioned and, and The Wiz. So you know what? We're just going to talk about Labyrinth here, because it actually works out perfectly. Um, I was on a plane going to Europe for work, and I was watching a movie, and the sound crapped out on me. It was the Batman, and the sound crapped out about 30 minutes until the end. I don't know what happened. It was just on my little seat monitor thing. And um, so I put on I put on Labyrinth, because I have seen that movie countless times. I had just seen it a week or two before with the Goblin King players at the Music Box Theater in Chicago, which was amazing. And so I know this movie so well. I was like, I can visually enjoy this and I can hear everything in my head. I, I, there were times when I was put, when I had this on, on the plane, and I literally thought that I heard words and music happening. I didn't. There were, there were none. I checked the headphones multiple times. Uh, but, but no, I just in my head, because I know it so well, I can just like hear all of it. I was like reciting things in my head. Uh, yeah. So Labyrinth. Oh my God. If you've never seen Labyrinth, it's ridiculous and fun and goofy and silly and beautiful and amazing. Hey, that's the end of this long episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye. How did this not get made is a podcast all about the films and TV shows that never got made. In this podcast, we uncover the history of these intellectual properties and walk you through the plot of these unmade scripts to determine if they would have been great or awful. Here's just a few other titles that we've covered. The Beatles, Lord of the Rings, James Cameron, Spider-Man, Guillermo del Toro's Haunted Mansion, Star Wars, Duel of the Fates, Superman Lives, starring Nicolas Cage, James Gunn's R-rated Scooby-Doo, and Alejandro Jodorowsky's Dune, just to name a few. Episodes of How Did This Not Get Made can be found wherever you get your podcasts.